Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. If you listen to Laugh Again Radio on a regular basis, you are aware of my problem with low-grade cheapness. I don't refill empty ketchup bottles at McDonald's or get my cutlery at Wendy's, but I have tested positive for chintziness. When our kids were miniature, a book publisher offered us the use of a luxury condo overlooking the Pacific. So we piled into our rusty Ford for a dream vacation. Along the way, the five of us attempted to sleep in a three-man tent I found on a clearance rack. And finally, my wife said, Honey, you are the cheapest person I have ever been married to. Hey, I said, that is not fair. I know cheaper people. For example, there's, um, Bill. He puts his car in neutral going downhill. I'm not that bad. Oh, yes, you are, Philip Ronald Calloway. And right now, you will pull over to that Walmart where we will buy air mattresses, or tonight you can sleep in the car. Honey, I asked, is something troubling you? (laughs) That night, as the children snored comfortably on their $19.95 air mattresses, Ramona and I argued about the trouble with cheapskates. Are we in debt? I asked defensively. Have we been spending money before we make it? No, replied Ramona. But are we balanced? Are we generous? Are we holding things loosely? I pretended to be asleep. Phil, she said, you are so cheap you bought air mattresses for everyone but yourself. If I promise to quit being so cheap, I said, will you let me share yours? As you can tell, one of Ramona's virtues is patience, something I continue to help her practice. (laughs) Sadly, on the cheapest trip we ever took, our disagreement centered solely around money. And though it pains me to admit it, I was wrong, oh, ah, well, about 100% of the time. During early morning walks along an Oregon beach, I began to realize this. Each morning as the sun rose, I read a chapter from the Gospel of Matthew, then strolled a few miles thinking about it. But mostly, I must admit, I thought about the condo, and I longed for a little more luxury in my life. One morning, I read the sixth chapter of Matthew and noticed Jesus' command, You cannot serve both God and money. Obviously a command for the wealthy, I thought, as I sauntered down the beach, mentally calculating the gas mileage we'd been getting on that trip. Then it hit me. Jesus wasn't just talking to the wealthy, but to people like me. You see, even a penny held close enough to the eye can block our view of the sun. It doesn't have to be much, but if money is where I fix my eyes, it will take up a place in my heart that only Jesus was meant to occupy. Ecclesiastes 5.10 says, He who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. Money is a lousy savior. It's a lousy substitute for God. Trust me, I've learned this firsthand. Lord, I prayed, help me hold the stuff of earth loosely. Help me be content wherever you have me. May I worship only you. And I hope that's your prayer today. Let's relentlessly pursue the God who left heaven's glory to walk where we do, to live and die that we might have life. As our cheapskate's dream vacation drew to a close, we said goodbye to that condo with a view and soon found ourselves crammed once again into that crowded tent with robins singing themselves to sleep. When everything was finally quiet, I asked the kids, what did you like most about this trip? The condo? The sandcastles? The ocean? Their answer took me by surprise. All three agreed. It was the simple stuff. It was camping in a three-man tent.
your encouragement never gets old. Every listener note we read feels just like the first. Sasha recently wrote, My family loves watching these together. Thank you so very much, and God bless you all. Thanks, Sasha. To share how Laugh Again has impacted your walk with Jesus, or to express your encouragement with a donation, visit us online at laughagain.org. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter.